Whether we like it or not, dupe culture is here to stay, and athleisure giant Lululemon decided to face it head on. Hello and welcome to our first ever bonus episode of Clever Women Co. I'm Em Kaplan and I'm joined by my business bestie and co-host Gal Kron. Hello. In our bonus episodes, we'll be discussing anything from the interesting stories coming out of the world of business to the brands making such brilliant moves and not such brilliant moves that we can't possibly not share them with you. Today, we discuss Lululemon's brilliant dupe campaign strategy and kind of the wider implications surrounding the purchase decisions of customers when it comes to the real thing versus the dupe. So join us as we discuss this Lululemon campaign and stay on as Em will share a little secret tip with you for those who love their Lululemon leggings. Okay, so we all know and love Lululemon. Love. The best activewear brand, or at least one of my favorites. So Gull, just a few weeks ago, they actually launched a marketing campaign and they gave out free pairs of their very famous Align leggings in exchange for a dupe Mm. of kind of the exact same item. Yeah, so you had to bring a dupe from like anywhere, like Amazon. Yeah, so I think they were, I think the famous ones are the Amazon dupes. Oh, okay. So just for our listeners who might not know, a dupe is kind of a replica a duplicate or a direct copy of an item, Mm. but they're usually kind of much cheaper than the real thing. They're not actually considered to be counterfeits as the brands that make the dupes really kind of make any efforts to like directly copy like Mm. the branding and the logos and all all of those kinds of things. Yeah, and dupes are also not illegal. Like, let's just put that out there. They're not trying to be another brand. They're not saying we are that. They just, they know that there's a popular item similar to it. It's almost like a legal loophole yes definitely but back to lululemon's brilliance here so the company hosted a dupe swap marketing campaign at the century city mall in los angeles as kind of a statement to show their acknowledgement of kind of the growing culture of dupes Mm. lululemon said bring along a knockoff pair of leggings specifically the align leggings adding that they will then swap them for a brand new pair of the black align lululemon leggings so basically if you got the Align leggings off Amazon and you brought it You brought it to this dupe swap, they would give you an actual pair of Lululemon Align leggings. What a great deal. Such a great deal. So the premise of the event was basically, as I said, to trade in your qualifying dupe product and experience Lululemon's Align leggings so you can actually get the Lululemon product without paying for it, but just swapping out your dupe. Mm, and I guess being able to see the difference. Yeah. Feel the difference. Feel the difference <laughs> to wear the difference. Yeah. <laughs> so just just for a little bit of context here, the Align leggings are a really popular line of leggings at Lululemon. Mm. They launched back in 2015 and quickly built up kind of somewhat of a cult status of a Lulu product. Mm. They're basically your classic Lulu tights, but with an ultra high waistband to cover the muffin top (laughs) and kind of adequately cover people that are a little bit on the taller side. And in true Lulu fashion, they're completely opaque. So they're not at all see-through. That's something that I really love about Lulu leggings. Yeah, same. So fans of Lululemon claim the real ones are super lightweight and buttery soft to touch with kind of a naked feel sensation when you have them on. Girl, is there honestly anything better than leggings that feel like you're not even wearing pads? I know. That's why I love Lululemon. But uh, uh, have we mentioned that we like Lululemon (laughs) leggings? 
Anyway, this style of Lulu leggings also happens to be one of the most duped products on TikTok. So that's kind of, I think that TikTok's kind of where dupes really took yes, off. Yes, definitely. Videos with the hashtag Lululemon dupe have been viewed more than 190 million times. And that's at the time of recording. Yeah, I was, going to more say, than... I was going to say. So we've seen dupes created many times for popular products. Lululemon isn't the only kind of brand falling victim to dupes. Over the last few years, dupes have taken the world by storm, especially I feel like when COVID hit Massively. and TikTok became big. You could say there is almost a dupe for anything these days. The second something becomes popular, a dupe will pop up. It's like a massive kind of trending hashtag mm. on TikTok. Actually, the hashtag dupe on TikTok has over 4 billion views. So it's been viewed more than 4 billion times just on TikTok alone. People love their dupes. And that's without just like articles that people are writing mm. about. Like there's so much about dupe culture. Absolutely. But in the case of Lululemon, as we mentioned, they said, okay, Dupe culture is a thing. We're going to embrace it rather than not going it. Anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Customers are savvy. Like they know what they want. Mm. Why don't we show them what the actual product is like by making it accessible for them yeah. through this dupe swap and letting them experience it. In an interview with CNN, Lululemon's chief brand officer, Nikki Neuberger said, and I quote, we saw it as a really fun way to play into something that is a real part of our culture, but in a way that really puts the focus back on the original. Yeah, and the LA location, which is obviously where the campaign actually physically took place, was also chosen strategically because it's kind of a central location for creators mm. and content um, yeah. creators You think online. LA, you think like YouTubers and TikTokers and like the content creators of the world. It's the creators hub, hub. in, in <laughs> In yeah. America. Now you might be thinking, what do they do with all of these dupes that they that come into their possession from this campaign? Well, Lulu actually sent them all to a textile recycling company to be repurposed for other things. Yeah, great, great decision, Lulu. Mm. So, um, of course, I'd love to hear your thoughts here, my business mm. bestie. Um, do you think this campaign is like pure genius or kind of hit or miss or something in between? Well, to be honest, I don't really think they had a choice here. Like mm. either they ignore dupe culture altogether and kind of act like it doesn't affect them, which we of know it, it does. does. Or they accept the fact that dupes are only kind of on the rise. Like they're only yeah. going to get bigger and try and engage with, I guess, that concept or idea in some way. And I guess take it as a compliment. If someone is trying to copy you. Mm, it means you're doing something right. Yeah, it's it's flattering yeah and i think their move to kind of center an entire marketing campaign completely mm. surrounding dupes was pretty great like show people what they're missing out on when they're buying dupe products you know what i can't stop thinking of when i think of this campaign tell me the, like recent mco beauty charlotte tilbury hollywood followers filter dupe yes controversy so i don't know um if you've seen it i'm sure you have on tiktok i, I definitely have so mco beauty which is kind of like an affordable brand at woolworth here yeah. in australia they came out with a product called flawless glow luminous skin filter mm -hmm. and if you know makeup or even if you don't you know that charlotte tilbury has the hollywood flawless filter product like it's the it's probably their best seller it's like this very beautiful bottle with a gold cap and it's like it has a like an applicator it's it's a stunning product I'm, it looks good on everyone i may or may not be wearing it as we speak me too i'm wearing it <laughs> under my foundation so am i <laughs> but anyway so they came out with this like 35 dollar product mm -hmm. charlotte tilbury retails for 65 but the difference here is that like the packaging is a 
identical, like the same red, the same font, the bottle is the same. Like, like have it's some a little bit of a gray area there. Like I can't believe that got approved mm. in the team. But also have a little bit of individuality. Like mm. obviously their aim here was to semi copy or but like, like how replicate. Is that legal? You know, there's obviously a legal loophole. Like. Brands would have good legal teams to yeah. be able to say, look, this is what you can and yeah, can't do. It, it, that reminds me as well of um, Life Botanics versus JS oh, Health yeah, as definitely. well. Like it's basically copy, but like they can't do anything about it because it's they're not taking their name. But they even went to the extent of using their JS Health's products in their marketing. Like, look at this, look Maybe at their product. Maybe tell the audience quickly what that was. Yeah, absolutely. So... Basically, JS Health is a vitamin brand by Jessica Seppel. Um, so she's actually a nutritionist. And Life Botanics, I'm not sure who they're owned by, but they came out with um, also with a vitamin brand. And it's, for example, JS Health has a product like um, hair and energy, and they came out with like energy and hair. Yeah, very similar. like S- Similar vibe. packaging, yeah. similar ingredients like basically saying like we have the same ingredients but for half the price and the thing is they advertise it like they use paid advertising to say jay's health is selling at this price we're selling at that like we're more affordable Mm. but again it comes back to the charlotte tilbury thing where it's like are we that dumb as customers like if something looks the same it doesn't mean that the ingredients are the same like charlotte tilbury and mco beauty might have the same packaging it might feel like consistently mm. the same, yeah. cons- inconsistency the same, <laughs> yeah. but it's not the same. And the same is with the Align Leggings for Lululemon. Like they're doing this campaign to be like, yeah, Amazon might have something that looks exactly like the Align Leggings, but it's not the same. They're not going to be buttery, soft to the touch and naked feel on the body, you know? Another thing I'd like to make mention of here is when you're purchasing a dupe, you're not getting everything that surrounds a mm. brand. So... If you think of a brand like Lululemon, like it's not just the product that you're purchasing when yeah. you're buying the product, like you're buying, kind of engaging in their community and being part of like, they, they, I know here in Australia, I'm pretty sure they host like free yoga and Pilates events and they really have this strong mission of health and well-being. Like, yeah, you get that you, with you, the purchase you, of Lulu. Exactly. But with the purchase of a dupe brand, like you're just getting that product. It's not like there's a, you know, the owners of the brand yeah. or you're supporting the brand's mission when you're buying the product. And Personally, like that's something really important to me. Like when I'm purchasing mm. from a brand, like I'm consciously supporting that brand's mission or I guess, I, I don't know. Like You're I, buying them for the quality. Yeah, you're like buying they them. They worked the, hard to create that quality for the customer. A hundred percent. But they're also working hard to create that community for the customer. Definitely. And, yeah. Well, it also feels nice. Like it makes me think of like buying like things on Amazon. Mm. I bought soap dispensers on Amazon. Okay. And I, like I really was tossing between doing it. I really, I needed them quickly. I couldn't find them in any stores, like what I wanted. Went on Amazon, ordered the soap dispensers It comes the next day in a massive box that makes no sense and all this bubble wrap and it's just like unwrapping it just feels like it's fake. Mm. So I just returned it. I'm like, screw this. I'm returning it. I'm going to a nice kind of like homeware stores in my, you know, like neighborhood. Yeah. And then I found the cutest soap dispensers that were actually on sale where I was getting them. But then I was like, oh. I'm already in the store and I'm talking to the shop owner and I'm also buying like cute tablecloths and like reusable napkins and the experience was so different and I'm like I'm never buying on Amazon for Mm. my house again like it's so cold nothing about it is cozy and warm yeah I was as you were saying that I was thinking of the exact same thing like the experience of a purchase decision like yeah 
when like when you go into even when like I think of when I go into Lululemon like the girls are really lovely and like they'll help you choose what you want to buy and then they'll like really nicely package it like it's almost like with Amazon something like Amazon like they like kind of throw the product yes. in a box and then it arrives at your door and it just doesn't feel special like yeah. the whole purchase experience isn't special exactly as you said and that's what I mean it's like they they don't even like if it's a tiny item I'm not kidding you they'll put it in a massive box because mm. that's what they found that second like yeah. there's no care yeah from the like people packing it up for you absolutely girl I was reading a bit of commentary around this campaign online because I was really kind of interested to hear like where did this idea come from Mm, tell me so a lot of people made reference to it possibly drawing influence from something called the great bolo exchange so this was another similar marketing campaign carried out in the UK Mm. by a brand called Cortez so Cortez is now really up and coming like kind of streetwear brand. I've never heard of them. I hadn't either, but it's been worn by like Drake and Central C and Stormzy, mm. like really big names. They also recently announced a um a collaboration with Nike. Oh and, wow. And I know I'm I'm getting obsessed with this yeah. brand already. Another point that I just like to make because I love him. Um it was at, some of the clothes were worn by Lil Kana. On of course, his cover you mentioned that. Of Rolling Stone. Oh my god! Go and listen to that article. You go can, and read that you article. You can go tell him that you love it when so, you're sitting front row at his concert in a few months. I'm so, so excited. excited. Uh, so Cortez, as I said, is now like a really up and coming streetwear brand. Now what they did was they actually invited fans of the brand to exchange a designer jacket of their own for a limited release Cortez jacket. So genius, very similar to Lululemon, very similar to Lululemon. So hundreds of fans of the brand actually flocked to the streets of London. I think it was like a really short period between them announcing it online and then actually coming to fruition. So that means if you had like, I don't know, a Gucci jacket and you brought that to them, they'll give you their jacket in return exactly right so it had to be kind of a high-end i guess i like, guess of the same wanted, value yeah of a, well that's that's the whole thing they wanted to bring up in the campaign was like what what's value the value what is value like value is in the eyes of the customer yeah we decide what value we put on things exactly and then it was really interesting so it was just the first 50 people that arrived to this like secret location and all of the jackets were quickly swapped out the total of the jackets that were exchanged for the Cortez jackets girl was 16,000 pounds. Oh, wow. So that's approximately 30,000 Australian dollars. Wow. And yeah, they really wanted to kind of bring to light this notion of like kind of value is in the eyes of the beholder. So yeah. obviously their fans valued the jacket enough to swap it out for like a Supreme or a um, the North Face yeah. jacket. Yeah. Well, you know what I think as well, like... Yes, they maybe got influence from this brand or like from the Bolo Exchange, as you said. But not every brand is going to be able to tackle dupe culture the Mm. way that Lululemon like maybe drew inspiration from that. Like brands can't always afford to have like a dupe swap and like I'll give you my product in exchange for frankly a shit product, (laughs) you know. Yeah. It's also going to come down to customers just making that decision. Like go buy from the original and make it, I guess, I guess it's hard because like you want to make it easier for the brand to not fall victim to it. Mm. But if you love a brand, why would you buy the dupe? Like yeah. the dupe is literally different. It's just we're all fooled by the look of it looking the same. Yeah. 
the product that you're paying for is different. The quality, the ingredients, mm. how it's made often is very different. Yeah, the working conditions of, I guess, how it is made. But also just with what you're saying, like you mean from a monetary perspective, right? Like not yeah. every brand can afford. Oh, yes. Yeah. Not every brand can afford. Like they don't have the resources to be like, oh, yeah, we'll just give free product yeah. in exchange for the shit product. Totally. You know? That was a great point, girl. And also just a hot tip. If you didn't already know this, I actually told this to some of my friends recently and they were shocked. I'm like, tuned. They did not know about this. So if you love Lululemon and you wear Lululemon and you have a pair of their leggings that gets damaged, gets a hole in it, kind of gets a bit of pilling and like wears Where's down. Where's going? You can take that pair of Lulu leggings into a Lulu store and they will swap them out for a free pair. It's like customer guarantee. You're joking. Like I, forever? Forever. What? I know. I did not know this at all. So Lulu ladies, obviously. So that means like if I have like a, like a hole or a frill or like it's just like wearing out. It needs to have an actual hole. But like if you think about it, does that not say so much about the quality of the product? If they're like, okay, well, our, they know how good of a quality mm. their leggings are to the extent that they can be like, you will wear them probably like a thousand times until it will get to that stage. Yeah. But also I've had, I've personally had Lulu leggings for, for four years. years. Like I have, I think four pairs of Lulu leggings. I've had them for four years. They are all in immaculate Perfect. condition. Me, me too. Like I have ones I've worn in high school. So that like, so do I. They're so old and like they're almost a decade old. Seriously. And they're, Perfect. Like the the elasticity is amazing. Mm-hmm. The the feel like mine everything. Mine is don't the same. even don't even pill. Yeah. Girl, Neither. Oh my god. What are your What's your favorite pair? I need to know. Oh, I have many, but maybe at the moment my favorite pair is like I think they're called the Groove, like flared pant. Like it's a super high, uh, like high waisted, but yeah. they have flare at the bottom. Okay. And they're just so comfortable for like walking or like mm. not committing to a whole gym workout, but like just. Being comfortable at home and if you're like walking with a friend or like running errands, they're yeah, like really, really comfortable. You can wear them not just as to exercise. Yeah, exactly. I love wearing them as like a fashion piece. Mm. Are they the like Pilates pants? I think so. Yeah, like, you know, say, like the I think 90s seen, look. I think I've seen some of the gals in my classes wearing yeah, walking I love those. Them. They look they're my so favorite. Comfy. What about you? Oh, I really like the crinkle cut bottoms. Oh, yeah. So like, oh, I love those. I, I wore them a lot when I u- used to run <laughs> regularly. And they're just, they stay in, like, I would go on like eight kilometer runs and they just stay in place. I remember you wearing them. Yeah. Like, they, they look so good they're as well. They're so comfortable. Like, they just don't budge. Like, yeah, as you want said them before, to like grab your ankle. As in I a said way. before, like, the naked feeling mm. sensation. Like, I felt genuinely like I wasn't wearing pants when I would go on a run. I'm influenced. I think I'm going <laughs> to go buy those. Like, seriously, you've, you've worn them before and I, I love the look of them. Yeah, they're the best. Anyway, this is the end of our first ever bonus episode for Clever Women Co. I've actually loved sitting down here and kind of deep diving a topic. So have I. It was really fun to research. If you guys want us to do any bonus episodes on specific topics like a brand scandal or like anything you kind of want to know more about, let us know. Mm, Anything that you're interested in. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening as always. And yeah, we'll catch you in our next episode. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to a Clever Media production. Clever Media acknowledges the traditional owners of the land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. We pay our deepest respects to elders past, present and emerging. Liked this episode? Let us know about it. And don't worry, we have plenty more. So hit that subscribe button and listen wherever you get your podcasts. 
ever want to take it that little bit further from your ears to your eyes, then go find us as Clever Women Co. on TikTok and Instagram for that extra clever content we know you'll love. Catch you next time.